today I try to put a show together on the road in London, UK. I went out there for Tommy Robinson's latest trial. They seem to be never ending. And in fact, there's so many more court dates coming up. I literally can't attend them all. I'll talk to Tommy himself and tell you a little bit about the crazy cases he's involved in. Before I do, let me invite you to become a subscriber to Rebel News Plus. You get the video version of the show and you can do that at rebelnews.com. Okay, here's the podcast. Tonight, an update on Tommy Robinson from the United Kingdom. It's March 12th, and this is the Ezra Levant Show. Why should others go to jail Why? when you're a biggest carbon consumer I know? There's 8,500 customers here, and you won't give them an answer. The only thing I have to say to the government about why I publish it is because it's my bloody right to do so. I couldn't bring my camera into the courtroom, but after the 45-minute hearing, Tommy conferred with his lawyers, and then we went out front where there was a small scrum with independent journalists and, ironically, a reporter from Russia Today, one of, of Vladimir Putin's state-run media companies. Isn't it ironic that a Russian media company is more interested in free speech and independent courts than the British media? Here's a bit of how that scrum went. So my issue this whole time has been Fruit Bajra and Co. Mohammed Akunji sent an Antifa extremist to my children's home to threaten to kill them. He made a video saying he wanted to murder my children. I've, I have killed child witnesses for this case and I've refused to give their names or details to that law firm because they simply cannot be trusted. They gave my children's address to extremists, sent them to our house. Now, if this doesn't stink, Fruit, Badger & Co. will no longer have conduct, con conduct of this case. Fruit, Badger & Co. solicitors will cease to trade on the 31st of March 2020. So this law firm, who are under investigation by the Solicitors Regulation Authority, who maybe they're jumping before they're pushed, Dr. Fruit, Badger will have no ongoing role and indeed will cease to be a solicitor from the 31st of March. It's like, come on then. But all of his staff, so they're closing down their company, and all of his staff will go over to an Burlington Legal. So basically, what looks like rebadging, rebadging. If this doesn't show the corruption and slippery snakes that they are, they're under investigation for sending people to friends to murder my children. Okay, you wouldn't have heard that from any journalist, other than probably Rutley or Russia Today. No other British journalist will tell you that. Extremists were sent, like children were evacuated and never been back to their home. Yeah? And now the solicitor's firm's closing down and the main solicitor is no longer a solicitor whilst he's under investigation, but the media will not report that. So now I'm waiting, because you can't trust a word they say, for Burlington's legal, which we'll see if they're a real firm or if they're just another outfit rebranded and rebadged, if they're Dr. Fruit, Bajra and Co under a new name or Mohammed Akunji's group under a new name because I still face the same situation. It says in her in here that Dr. Farouk Bajra's staff will work for Burlington's. Now my issue is that Dr. Farouk Bajra's staff gave children's give my children's home address to extremists to threaten to kill them. So I'm not willing to give children's details to anyone that can endanger that will put them in danger. And simply prove it's already proven. There's evidence 
that they work with far left violent organisations who threaten to murder children. So, do you know how much bills they put in for their side of today? £33,000. They put in 33 grand costs. That's not, that's their cost, not mine. Like, as I say, Burlington will take over this case and I'll say it again. They ain't getting no costs. They ain't getting a penny off me. I mean, it's like, I'm building up all this. It's politically motivated. It's a complete publicity stunt by Mohammed Akunji. If anyone's using a young child, it's him using Jamal's case for his own benefit. Um, everything I said that day, if I'm a journalist, if someone comes up to me and a story is being portrayed about a young boy called Bailey who was driven to suicide he tried to kill himself yeah the whole country jumped on this bandwagon of this poor Syrian refugee the poor Syrian refugee and horrible English Bailey the bully yeah that's not it wasn't the truth I report I went I didn't just I went I spoke to multiple mums I spoke to dinner ladies I spoke to families all of them gave me a completely different situation to what the media was telling us I pride myself on giving people the reality of the situation. So what I did was I made videos and I reported it. I was told to remove those. What's that? Oh, cheers, man. Thanks, bro. I was I was told to um I was told to remove the videos. Basically, tried to intimidate us into silence. And I think that if I rolled on this, I'll be rolling on all of them. So I have to make a stand and just if it's the truth, it's the truth. What I reported, I reported what I was told. Oh, so tired of courts, man. <laughs> As usual, a very frustrating time in court. Seven lawyers feasting off the case. Uh, lawfare at its worst. I've never seen it so bad. After sitting through the court, Tommy huddled with his lawyers. Then we went out for lunch and we talked about it. Here's how that went. Court's over. I had lunch with Tommy. Now we're going to talk a little bit about the case. My friends, um, I found it very frustrating. It was a one-hour procedural hearing on the meaning of the defamatory words. Let's talk about what happened today a little bit. I don't want you to give away any, you know, solicitor client privilege. Uh, 50,000 pound that cost today. 25 grand my side, 33 grand their side. For what? You've sat there, for what? Yeah. It's total fraud, man, the whole thing. But what, what come out today was that I was refusing to give the child witnesses names to that law firm. They're folding the law firm. So Farouk Bajranko, the company that sent someone to my children's home, the company that my wife is suing, ceased to exist next week. Dr. Farouk Bajwa, the lawyer, is no longer a lawyer. He's, le he's leaving the UK. And he, they're, they're under investigation by the Solicitor's Regulation Authority. Um, it just stinks of everything they like. They're just so slippery. And, and oh, I don't know, but you've seen it. It's, the whole thing's frustrating just because it is lawfare. Yeah. Um, I just want to explain a little bit about that shutting down of the law firm. This law firm commissioned someone to serve the lawsuit on you, but instead of sending a normal courier or a messenger, they sent a, an Antifa madman Antifa extremist. who threatened your family. Here's a quick look at that video. He loves it. <laughs> and on that note, see, that, on that happy note, oh, by the way, Tommy, I am gonna mince your kids, mate. So you, or maybe your wife or your family or someone filed a complaint with the professional body overseeing lawyers. Three other lawyers. Really? What I found out is that three other lawyers who saw that, three other lawyers, independent to me, not nothing to do with me, mm -hmm. saw what he done. And whilst my wife issued a complaint, 
um, my lawyer did, but then three other lawyers, I believe, issued complaint. But this is a law firm that have already been banned from claiming legal aid because of their fraudulent claims. They've already been banned. Um, so, the, so on the eve of a disciplinary ruling or whatever, they just... Well, basically, what would happen today if they didn't do that? Then we'd have showed the judge, the, the man you just saw, threatened to murder my children. We'd have showed Mohammed Akunji, who was in court today, sitting with him, saying, go and live stream his family's address. Yeah. Knowing that I'm not in the country, we'd have showed all of that today. And they didn't want that shown today, so what they've done instead is they've closed down their company, shut down their company. The lawyer's never going to be a lawyer again. Like, and, and then they're, they're shifting all their, shaft to, all their staff to Burlington's. So it doesn't change the matter for me. Is it that law firm, if they're rebranding and rechanging their name, it's the same law firm. Yeah. It's the same risk. They're the same frauds. It's the same. It's the same risk to. It, how can I? When you've just seen that man threaten to murder my children, yeah? how can I give a law firm that work with that man and, and give details to that man? How can I give them free children's addresses and names when the children? You've seen the video. You've seen the video of the one of the witnesses who made a video to plead with a judge saying, "I want to tell the truth," but I'm scared, yeah. and she's scared for good reason. Yeah. Um, you mentioned this name, Mohammed Akanji, and I had not heard that name until literally today. He was sitting next to me in court, and I just said hello to him. And then I Googled him. He is the lawyer, the go-to lawyer for terrorists. Oh, for, for anyone who goes over to fight with ISIS, he's their lawyer. Shamina Begnam, he's the one who, he's the one who wants to bring her back. And he's, this has basically been a, a game for him to try and destroy me. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, I don't quite understand why he's involved with a defamation case. It's got nothing to do with it other than it's Islamic lawfare. And he doesn't even work for the law firm that assume me. Yeah. He's a consultant. Yeah. So him sitting there on camera, um, he has been chosen, I believe, and this has all been planned in order to go for him. And, and they've, they've started more cases as well. This is one case. They've started more. I've got more of these cases. And all this is for, and it is quite successful on their part because all I'm doing is preparing for court cases. I'm traveling up and down the country meeting lawyers all the time. I said, I'm in court today. I'm in court next week. I'm in court in two weeks. I'm continuing in court. We're going to get another court date for today. They're going to give another court date, not for the trial. We're going to have more of these dates where each time we go to court, it costs 50 grand. It's unbelievable. I, there were seven lawyers in court today. It was a, it was 45 minute here. Seven lawyers, and you already said what it costs in pounds. Fifty thousand plus pounds. That's that's about uh, seventy-five thousand Canadian dollars. They put in so just just to see the frauds they are. He put in here for two hours worth of phone calls. Yeah, he charges four hundred fifty pounds an hour. Two hours worth of phone calls with my lawyers. My solicitor said we spoke to him for eighteen minutes. I've got it logged. He's putting a nine hundred pound bill. We spoke to him for eighteen minutes. He's charging four hundred and fifty pounds an hour. Yeah. And the thing, the reason why that's important is because he's going to try and yeah, tag you with oh, yeah. these costs. Oh, I have to put. So at the end of it, I'll get a bill for four hundred and fifty thousand pounds. And then that will bankrupt me. Bill bankrupt me anyway. And yeah. they and they know that. So that's where they're heading with this. Yeah. I want to ask you a question about another case. I just I, I showed this the other day, but let me show a clip of you at Centre Park, which is like a family-friendly resort bike bike paths, kids, pools, fun stuff. Here's a quick clip of that video. So, you, so why were your first point of call? A young girl has told you but that she's Tommy, been sexually assaulted. With respect, I'm not yes. going to have this argument. So why haven't you nicked him? So why haven't you nicked him? So why haven't you nicked him? Because we still need to speak to your daughter. You've already spoke to my daughter. Again. My daughter's given you a... You've already spoke to her. She told you what happened. 
Yeah. So why haven't you eaten it? So you're allowing him to delete his phone? I'm not allowing him to delete his phone. Let's go. Listen, I just want to reiterate to you. Yeah. It is being investigated. No, you haven't nicked him. No, you're nicking me. You're nicking me. It is being taken seriously. It's not taken seriously. You're nicking me. Why are you nicking him? Why are you nicking him? Has he still got his phone? 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 He's got no shoes. I've got nothing. You've got my clothes. My kids are up there. So a man comes in sexually and starts, my daughter, you come and nick me. And you haven't even nicked, you haven't even nicked him. He's got his phone. He's assaulted my daughter. She's eight years old. So your eight-year-old daughter had her bum groped by one of three middle-aged Muslim uh, so men. That, so, so there was, so three men is what I saw with him. Mm -hmm. Two of them were white, one Asian. Got it. One Asian, not sure, not actually aware, didn't get a chance enough, to, but one Asian. And it's the Asian man that groped her bum. And he, so she's standing here, facing this way. He's gone past there, then grabbed the bum. And, and admitted it, straight away, admitted it. I grabbed the bum by accident, yeah? Um, the police, he's confirmed to the police. He, 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 groped, he grabbed her flesh. He's confirmed to the police. Under, the, under their own laws, when a girl makes an accusation like that, he has to be arrested yeah? and cautioned and interviewed and phone seized to see if he's see if they've been videoing children all weekend. Right. The police officer didn't think it was relevant that he's a middle-aged man with other middle-aged men with no children. And I, I, I say in the in the kids' swimming pool, yeah, the whole of Centre Parks is a kids' place. Yeah, it's for kids. And you have your swimming pool, and then you have flutes and slides and yeah. Oh man, I, I just I still cannot. And even now, so nine days ago this is. And just two days ago, the, the police officer's ringing up my wife now, saying we need to speak to your daughter's friends that she was with. My daughter's friends were with her on the day. They were ready to be spoken to. All of us waited three hours. All of us sat together. We didn't let, let the kids go because we thought they're, they're going to need to speak to the police. Yeah. They didn't talk to anyone. Or they were too busy getting interviews by three people. They were running around getting interviews. Who saw Tommy Robinson hitting him? Who saw Tommy Robinson hitting him? So you now have a court date, is it on April 2nd? for assault when you were holding down this man, but he, as far as you know, has not yet been charged with groping your daughter. He's not been charged the rest of the spoken to. And he, so he's, basically, I've gone, I've, I've gone up to him. He's tried to leave. I'm not going to let him leave after that. I'm not, yeah. not going to let him leave. In that fracas, he's got a bleeding nose, yeah? Who cares, right? Who cares? You've groped, you, you, my young daughter has been sexually groped by a, ma a, a male man. Every time I think about it, an adult has grabbed my daughter's bum has grabbed my daughter's bum. And yeah, I face six months in prison now. And and, they, and, and do you know what? You'd, you'd say, wouldn't you? I would say, oh, they can't do that. They can. Look what they've done in the last case. That's what my mum just reminded me. Stephen, they can do it. They'll do it. If they can do it. And essentially, I've, I don't know if I'll make it worse for myself. I'm not paying no fine. And I'm not apologising. I'm not doing any community service. I'm not doing anything for a main, a paedophile groping my daughter. So we'll see what happens on the second of on the yeah. 2nd of April. So you've got this defamation case in which a lawyer for terrorists is there and billing. There were five lawyers on the other side in today's court. You've got the case where the police are trying to get you banned from all football or soccer games in the UK. You've got this assault charge now from Centre Parks. They really are tying you up, your time, your money, and your mental capacity. It worked. Over the last 10 years, I don't think I've ever had more than a four-week period where I'm not on police bail or, or awaiting court. I don't, think I've had a t I don't think I've ever not had a case hanging over my head. Well, so how does it end? I mean, uh, do they keep throwing things, you know, 
at the wall to see what'll stick? Do they keep coming at you? What do you do? What's, I mean, they are tactically tying you up. And it works, it works. Cause I have lots of, I think I've had plans of what I want to do. And then it all goes on the back burner. Cause like now we're in, we're in London today. I was in London yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm in court again next week on the 24th. Um, again, that's 30,000 pound cost. And I'm not, spe I can't spend, 30, I don't have it yes. now yet. I've, with all these cases going on and on. And, I, and, I'm, and for the football case, I'm probably gonna end up defending myself on the football case. But it is your time, so I have to prepare for that. And then, I, and then I've got the second and it's constantly awaiting or, or waiting now. Again, this will be like when, the, when I went to the Al Bailey. I knew I was going to jail with the Al yeah. I, knew, I knew I was going back to prison. And so then because of that, then I put my life on hold or spend time with the kids, spend time with the family. I don't, I'm not going to be running around. I need to dedicate some time with my, with my family because I'm probably going to jail. But then with this, it's like, how can it be? And do you know what so, I'm so lucky about? Do you know if I didn't have, do you know if I didn't have that recording with my daughter? Right. Let's play it out a different way. No recording with my daughter, okay? All the BBC News run the report. All of the national news, every one of them. They completely left out the fact my daughter was sexually assaulted. Right. Completely left out. So if I didn't have that recording, who would even believe me? Yeah. No one, yeah? Who would believe me? I have the time of that recording was before police were ever called to St Park, so it all I can prove it all. But if I didn't have that recording, the media portrayal would have been Tommy Robinson attacked a holiday maker. The media called this man a victim, yeah? I'd have then gone to court for attacking an Asian male. So people are questioning now, and I'm even questioning now, whereas I wasn't, is it a setup? Was this man supposed to touch my daughter? I'm supposed to really hurt him because I, do you know there was kids there, yeah? There was, there was all kids there. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't attack him. I didn't jump all over him, yeah? I did not do it. But they probably thought people would think I would. So they're not just being caught for an attack against an Asian male at a holiday event. And that's what the media will push. And they've already pushed it. The main thing is the British public saw my video because it went viral. I think 5 million people watched it over 24 hours. And then on all of the newspaper articles and all of the media, the public were correcting them, saying, hold on, yeah? And the public has seen it themselves. Yeah. Why have you not mentioned his daughter sexually assaulted? Yeah. Why have you not mentioned the context in which he alleged to have assaulted man? You know, um, I wouldn't have given credence to the theory that maybe it was a setup, other than right. the fact they haven't charged him. They yet. haven't arrested him. They haven't. They haven't arrested him. That's insane. And we'll, it, we'll know. We'll, we'll know. Is he going to come to court? I'm in court in a second. Is this man who sexually assaulted my daughter? Are are, are the British public going to be known? Allowed to know who he is? Do we get to see who he is? Do we get to see where he works? Do we get to find out all the details about it? To see, does he work for the British state? Have I walked into Have I walked into one? That's just incredible. You know what, I don't want to ask you this, but I am curious. Maybe, I mean, the idea of taking you out of the United Kingdom would be like taking Charles de Gaulle out of France. I mean, he's the most French man that ever lived. You're the most British man that's ever lived. Is there a point where you say enough of this you know I want a normal life I've got, elsewhere. I've got a recording here with the copper, and what I asked the police officer, is this where we're at now? You're not even going to protect my kids. That the rule of law is not going to be, I've, I've seen what you've done to me. That's me. But now you're not implementing the law when it comes to my children. Yeah. So if my children get sexually assaulted and you won't do anything, what future does that hold for my three kids? What's going to happen to them yeah. growing up? So let's make it, uh, not for myself, because I, I, I won't leave, <coughs> but I, I, I do have to seriously question what the future is going to hold for my innocent children, if the law won't protect them. If a man, if a man could come up and sexually assault them, the, my daughter sits down and tells the police, and they just let him go. Yeah. It doesn't help. Yeah. Well, it's very frustrating. Tommy, thanks for meeting with me. Thanks I, for coming, Ezra. Right? And, the, and the reason, because you know the point we're making now about the solicitor's firm going under, mm -hmm. rechanging their name, mm -hmm. the solicitor who's under investigation disappearing out of the country, 
I give that to the BBC journalists in there. I give the, the paperwork. I said, here you go. Look, this is what's come out of this court mm -hmm. case. They've tried to do it underhand. I guarantee you none of them yeah. report that. I guarantee you, I'll give it to yeah. the pro press association, was he? Yeah. I said, here you go, mate. Look, they've folded the company. Yeah, they've right. changed their names. I saw you give it, I think, to Dominique Cassiani yeah. and the BBC. I know for a fact. They're not going to report it. He wouldn't report it. And even if he did want to report it, his editors wouldn't no. let it run. No. So, 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 where's the, the, the story here is that a law firm have given Antifa extremists an innocent family's address who's threatened to murder them. And then the law firm have folded their company. The solicitor is no longer going to be a solicitor as of next week. And that doesn't even make the news. What makes the news is that I said something about a Syrian refugee. I told the truth about a Syrian refugee because it bashes me. Yeah. But yeah. Well, Tommy, good luck. Uh, I'll keep good doing my best back. to come over here. Thanks, my friends. Stay I'll see safe. you in on the second. All right. Keep your Cheers, family man. safe, no, too. Thanks. Thanks a lot. All right. Stay with me for some final thoughts. depressing to come to the United Kingdom to talk about censorship and the continuing politicization of the police and the courts. There are reasons to have hope. Brexit actually happened. Jeremy Corbyn, the Labour Party leader, lost and lost badly. There is hope, a little bit, but mainly there's lessons and warnings for those of us back home. For Rebel News in London, England, I'm Ezra Levant.